Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. y'all still in the stew we got our black girl doing shit in the flesh she's from the uk fam the uk so if we're doing so many embarrassing annoying fake accents like just get ready but we have mana juridini mcleod my cousin okay Actually. Mm-hmm. because if you're mcleod if you if you you know things things about mcleod's macintosh scottish folks in the caribbean we probably re- relate come on now my good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. Mana is the founder of skincare company Dr. Bird Co., a singer, songwriter, model, we love a multi-hyphenate, interior design enthusiast, and one half of the creative collective House of 73. Being raised in the UK, <laughs> Caribbean family, and spending time between Northwest London, the countryside, and Jamaica, Mana's love for music spreads far and wide between many genres. You are 100% a black girl doing shit because you got a lot of shit going on. And we're wow. excited to jump in and get to know you. Hearing all of that listed off is like, like oh my gosh, I'm I tired. actually do that. <laughs> I'm tired. I am. I'm tired and I'm excited, but I'm definitely like, I really have to sustain all of these things. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And you're doing or you it. could like and you're ebb doing and flow yeah. and go in and out of things. And I do. And I've been doing so I'm just like, maybe, you know when people say pick one thing and get good at it? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what my goal for this year is. Mm. To just kind of hyper-focus. Mm-hmm. Maybe month to month hyper-focus on each one and really get it to where it's great. Yeah. So that Some they can just be... Period. I'm some people when I can't make up my mind because one day I'm in love with something and then the next I'm in love with another. Girl, what's your sign? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. I knew it. I knew it. But people, you know what? When it comes to relationships, I'm like, I'm all in with one man and that's that. Okay. But maybe I need to. You know, we're gonna. Yes. I'm gonna. We're gonna I get into that. Everyone, and do a whole breakdown of their chart. We can do this offline because I'm sure the listeners. When's your like, birthday, though? I should do another person. Chart. No, um, like we, I think they like it. Do you know your? Do you I know do. Your top three? Okay. I'm Libra rising and okay. Gemini moon. Oh. So I am very masculine mm-hmm. for a woman. My energy is like across the board, sixty percent masculine. But and, I'm. Um, I'm fascinated that you're like you are like a one man woman i know especially because, for a sagittarius yeah and a libra libras be little flirty flirts. oh listen i know a lot of libra men i don't know a lot of libra women but actually my godmother is a libra and she's been with the same person yeah. since she was a teen so mm. i know a lot of libra women and they're all paired up married <laughs> it's actually a blessing and a curse i actually think maybe at this point in my life it's time for me to be a little different to how what, I've like been. out here in the streets? God forbid. No. <laughs> I will never be out here in, in the, the streets, streets. But like even if I'm single, I'm like I'm in my house looking out of the streets like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> it ain't safe. And I know it's not safe. It's not. But even when I meet people, they don't even want to have fun with me. They're like, I'm trying to take you home to my mom. And I'm like, Oh. Okay. Oh. 
I would be honoured. I am honoured, truly. However, it doesn't allow much space for me to like, people go through what they call a hoe phase. I don't see it for myself because people don't want to let you hoe. I can relate to that. I think I had a whole six months. A whole six months. How was that? It was good, but like, I think I'm a relationship person. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. And I'm learning the relationship. So that's why they're getting the energy that they want to take yeah. you home to mom. Yeah. You and that's fine. Right. That yeah. is fine. But I'm like, I do not want to meet your mama. Like, I don't. Right. Like, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, do you not want to just have a little, what's wrong with a little kiss and some affection and a little slow whining in the party? Right. Like, exactly. Why can't we do that and leave it there? Like, Let's why do you the now sunrise want me? after a late night dancing? You know, like, I, I'm like, we're going to get into all of this. We are, we are, we are. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. This episode of Black Girls Texting is brought to you by Mickey D's. Some of fan truths are the realest conversations always happen in a Mickey D's booth. And all the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. Also, a full car ordering in the Mickey D's drive-through is just the right amount of chaos. Or a full car of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-through is just the right amount of chaos. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole family to dinner. These are some fan truths. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make some more delicious memories. Share your light with Michelle Obama and the Light Podcast. In this uplifting new Audible original series, Michelle Obama explores her belief that we all carry a light inside of us. Join the former first lady as she discusses how to kindle that flame so that we can face life's challenges. Hear her connect with incredible friends and favorite personalities like Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres, Conan O'Brien, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, and many more special guests. In each inspirational episode, you'll hear honest and important conversations about overcoming self-doubt, building support systems, tackling issues of race, gender, and visibility, and creating pathways for progress. It's the perfect podcast for today's hectic times. Michelle Obama brings the humor, sincerity, and compassion we all need. Go high even when the world feels low with the former first lady and the icons, artists, and thinkers you know and love. Listen free at the home of storytelling, audible.com slash your light. With some of the best and most capable vehicles in the world, Ford knows strong means more than just physical. Ford is sharing the inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, and creating the world they want to live in. Built Ford Proud highlights D. Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field for those all around her. Dee Bryant is a professional stunt driver featured in over 100 films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at age 11. Dee has done stunts in many commercials, but she always finds herself gravitating towards Ford vehicles as her personal ride went off screen. In fact, much of her stunt driving training took place in a Ford Mustang. Dee is one of a few females and even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the entire industry. She constantly battles against sexism, racism, and unfair representation as many productions try to get around hiring female drivers. 
As part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women Drivers, a stunt driving school where she helps teach other women to stunt drive. She is just one of the many examples that show us that Ford drivers span all walks of life, each with an individual story that shows how they're built Ford proud. Learn more about Dee Bryant's story at ford.com forward slash built Ford proud. Breaking the mold, strengthening communities, creating change. Real stories brought to you by Ford, built Ford proud. What's up, you guys? Guess what? Your girls are coming to a city near you with Confessions of a Good Mom. Yes, we're going on tour and we cannot wait to turn up in your city. So come party with us on Cinco de Mayo, baby. And of course, you know, we ain't no basic ass bitches. So you know the show's about to be lit. It's about to be epic. It's about to be cinematic. And we're going to have some special guests. If you've been to our show before, you know you don't want to miss this. And not only are we coming to New York on May 5th, but we are hitting D.C. on May 21st in my hometown Philly on May 25th and we cannot wait to connect with our people have a drink shake a little ass drop those kids off to the babysitter and come party with your girls and when you purchase a VIP ticket you get a signed copy of our debut book a good mom's guide to making bad choices and you get to come take a picture and hang out with your girls so make sure you click the link in this episode description and get your tickets right now before they sell out Red or First reply. up, though, we're going to play a little game, a little icebreaker. I told you about it offline. It's okay. called On Red or Reply. Okay. Do you want me to explain it? No. Mm-mm. Okay, I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> For the new it's, listeners, it could be someone's new. It's kind of self-explanatory. Okay. It's, it's not. So on red, that's like when you get a text and you're not fucking with it. On red. Okay. <laughs> reply, you get a text, you respond. Reply. Okay. So like Thank you. Teaching days. Right. This is handy because I'm bad with my left and right. So I'm like, red is... Red. No, red is boo. Boo. on red. Yeah. Yeah. Reply on is like, red. Okay. This is quick fire. Okay. Love Island. Red. <gasps> Same. Reply, reply all. Why? So because funny. you know what? It's I was a Love Island girly. Like, I loved it just because it's good escapism. Like, yeah. this yes. is some nonsense it's I'm ridiculous. watching. Nonsense. The last season. Did you watch the, la- the oh, latest this season? current season. Yes. Oh, it's, tr- it's oh, trash. Terrible. I haven't the tried. The worst Terrible. season. Don't try. The worst season to ever exist. But typically it's Wait, good. what makes it a bad season? Is it just the cast? The cast boring. is bad. Boring. Mm. And I'm like, God, the girls are really ruling this place. Like, I'm sorry. I'm Tanya. Awful. Tanya. I'm, God, I need to be real right now. Tanya really showed up and showed out because she said, listen, yeah, that man is my man, but I'm going to have fun and he's still going to come back to me. She Ooh. sure did. I'm going to be real. Tanya's I a think she, she came out. Is it toxic or is she being herself? Should more people be like Tanya? Should more people tell the Are truth? Are you being toxic? <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, yeah, her man did the same thing and had a problem with it, but she was just like, well, you know you mind, so. I was like, oh, right. Shaq, oh, Shaq. She put Shaq through the ringer. I'm still. Shaq's crazy. But you know that we're behind. Okay, okay. So, like, let me not we take, get let me episodes. Not say too much. Well, I don't know where Hulu is with things. I'm going like, to send you the you little start, low like, key website later. so you can just watch the whole yes. thing. Yes. Okay. Okay. I so found I it put, too last season. I couldn't help the myself. The website that's going to give you a virus? It yeah, didn't happen. Possibly. It, it, looks like, it looks virusy chance. though. Virus-y. It does look virusy. It's giving weird pop ups. Lots of pop ups. I'm sorry. I'm an Ekansu Davide girl. Oh, me too. People are like, oh, they're toxic. I'm like, no, they're not. They're just so real. They love each they're other. So and Damia? Right. I don't know what's happening. Okay. 
Okay, okay. Listen, I'll give you the best season to watch. Okay. You watch that one. Do not watch the last one. We have our favourites. Ekin Sue and Davide. Love I loved Ekin. Ekin Sue. Ekin Sue. I watched the one. It was like a, it was like a biracial girl. Well, she was really Oh, pretty. the curly hair girl. No. no. It was the season. There were twins. There were two blonde twins. Oh, you're going back. That might be like season three or When they I still smoke remember. cigarettes. That's the one they let them no, smoke. no, no. That's like season one. <laughs> Those were. There was a girl, Shayna. Trash. I don't know. There's so many of them. It's yeah. hard to keep up. But we'll 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 I'm, unpack this. We'll least, unpack Love Island. I'm glad to know that you watched. I agree. The season did not do it for me. It was not right. I'm gonna keep watching, and then I'll probably fast forward. And would then you, you might just stop. Yeah. Would you ever go on Love Island? People ask my best friend and I to go on there all the time, and no, because they will cancel me within the first hour. Why? <laughs> what I'm you mean? five foot ten. So which man is gonna be six foot four and above to actually? First of all, even have my attention. <laughs> Second of all, what are you going to say to me that I've never heard that is going to woo me on Love Island? Third of all, my dad would have a hernia. He would be like, no, son, my daughter can't be upon this. Like, my dad would lose his mind. My dad would lose his mind. They'd be like, can I pull you for a chat? Pull me. I'd be like, what? Pull <laughs> Pull me. Yeah, Wait, you are half my it? size. Can, like, we do, can we get a snuggle? Can we snuggle? Snuggle. Oh, yeah, 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 a little snuggle. Yeah. Like, can you imagine snuggle. going into a, a house cuddle. full of like 20 random people? You don't have your phone, no contact outside. You're in it's bikinis all day. Exp- You're in bikinis all day and you have to sleep in a bed with a random man you don't know. I would be like, what they is make that? It look this real is a, cozy. I know. But it's oh, kind of a disturbing concept. Oh, they're like it's switching actually, beds. It looks disgusting. It's kind of and nasty. I'm like, when do you wash your sheets? Because I know. That's what I just started thinking they about. Don't. The sheet oh, wash. Shit. There's a lot of um, skin cells and shedding. dirt and shedding in the sheets. About that. But I heard. All right. Nasty. I don't want this to be a whole fucking love Okay, okay. But I did hear that they will have nail techs come and they have technicians come for maintenance. So somebody got to be washing the sheets if you can get a fucking fill in on your nails. They all look very dirty. I'm convinced that they also have someone going and doing lip fill up because I've seen some lips like you yeah like you got a little topper right. yeah <laughs> probably uh-huh. flying them down to South Africa uh-huh. fascinating <laughs> Central C <gasps> red okay. who's Central that's uh how in terms of his music yeah in terms of his music yeah red because I don't listen enough like okay. I'm not it, I'm not I don't know other than that song I really don't know much about him me either I watched I like him on his the chicken voice, shop though. date thing he was turning me on. He's so adorable. I'll be real. So no, but honestly, Oof. like, if you're talking about him and, like, his presence, That's I've something. seen a couple, like, videos with him in and, like, interviews that chicken shop day. Right. And I was like, oh, he seems funny. Yeah. And he has something about him, but. Yeah, he does. If you're talking about the music, like, Red, because, like Different. I said, I'm not I'm not a fan. I don't know his music. Right. He has a good right. voice, though. His voice is nice. He's got a nice. Nice tone. Nice rock. You might seem to see some more of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If the folks didn't know, okay. my good sis is Jamaican. Are we dating Jamaican men? Absolutely red. red. Ah! Absolutely red. <laughs> red without doubt. Don't even want to see the message. I, in fact, block that message so it can't come through. <laughs> okay. No. no. Help, help me understand. Okay. So there are, I would say, about 100 men left that are Jamaican that don't have the... Um, Inf- is it infidelity? What? The infidelity gene? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> and as far as I'm concerned, um, 
I don't need to be on the hunt for the one singular Jamaican in my generation <laughs> that's going to be all about me. I love Jamaican men. They are beautiful. Yeah, Have you been yeah. to Jamaica, any of you? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. You've seen some... Beautiful... We'll get to that. <laughs> beautiful, like... I grew up seeing Rastaman with the darkest skin and the most mm-hmm. beautiful locks and they just... Smiles, Empress, teeth. good man, and you're just like Ooh, you just melt. You Empress? Empress, but then you're like, if you can do my that to queen, me in queen. the five Sorry, seconds of interaction, Empress. exactly. Mm. Everybody else is out there, and I know you have about fifty baby mums. And let's be honest, I'm not trying to do any of that. Fifty empresses. And I can queens. appreciate the way you look from over here. Mm-hmm. I'm good over that. Any Caribbean men at all. If he's not Jamaican, I definitely don't want him. Oh. I'm sorry to say it like that, but I'm a Jamaican, so I'm a man. If you're going to be Jamaican, if you're going to be Caribbean, you need to be Jamaican. Like, let's have a Jamaican baby. Right. But you don't want to... No. No. Okay. No. So I'm we'll scared of them. Ados. We'll put a pin in that. We'll, I'm we'll scared of them. I'm petrified. Yeah. I've heard some stories. Maybe like my, dad, my, my dad is like the perfect man. Like he's a one woman kind of man. He's a sweetheart. I can't marry my dad. God knows there have been times that I've been like, Dad, I just want to be like, I, I want to be trying how you treat me. And my dad is like, baby, he's not a regular man. Like, <laughs> period. Period. And he's not yeah. wrong. He's keeping it a buck. Sorry to any good Jamaican men out there that would like to be with me. I've just already written you off. It's well, done. if you're good and you're Jamaican, prove her wrong. Let's mm-hmm. see. Let's find you out. You can try. <laughs> Nando's. Reply. It's it's good. Have you, any of you had Nando's? Hell yeah. Yes. You've had Nando's? I feel like people, no shade Nando's. Y'all really hyped it up. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, I feel like they felt off. Some regular fish and but chips. I don't know. It's like chicken. No, it's chicken. Oh, chicken. Chicken and chips. It's like, do you know, do you guys have peri-peri chicken? Like over here? Is it a thing? It's, it's not, not as really. Popular, like it's a, a Portuguese blend of spices mm. that they're famous for. And it's, the reason I said reply to Nando's is because, it's decent. Like, if you don't know what to eat and you're hungry and there's one close by, it'll do. Nando's will hit the spot. It mm-hmm. will do what it needs to do. Other than that, like... But that sauce, the range of sauces, yeah. the garlic one, oh, lemon my pepper, favorite. the garlic, the garlic one. one is my favorite. The I don't garlic do that one. heat. Oh, and the heat, I like the, the, the mild, yeah. medium. They're good. Mm-hmm. It's I can good. I can get with mm-hmm. Nando's. I can there's get Nando's with. in D.C. There yes. is. That's where I was getting you it when I was in college. Nando's. Yeah. Notting Hill Carnival. Reply every time. Hey, I'm trying to go, and she's is... been shitting on it, low key. <gasps> I know. Have you been? Damn. Don't, don't no, say I shitting not shit, on it. But she's it. like, why would we go there when we could just go to the Caribbean? You would go yeah, to okay. That Notting Hill Carnival is like the one weekend in ever mm. that you just get to go out, and the most beautiful people come out, and I'm beautiful people from all races but the black race. Like I'm like, where has everyone been? I'm like, there are women that are just to die for men to just I'm like where did you come from where have we all been hiding right. and everyone is weekend. free everyone's skinning out the skin is glistening you're sweating mm-hmm. you're dancing and it's like <laughs> I feel so much serotonin right now not any kind of it was always a reply okay Period. apart from in the rain we're gonna have to pull I up I feel like the rain might you will be and you'll have a blast black girl sexing's gonna pull it's up cool. we have UK listeners mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. we're gonna have to you would have a blast out. I love not any kind down. of for Okay, last one. UK Jamaican food versus US Jamaican food. US. 
Jamaican food. Really? Where in but the US? City? We're talking about New, New York. York. Right, right, right. right. Not New LA. York. Okay, true. I like I don't, don't want to play every city and be like, New York, Jamaican food. No, no, no. no New, New York, Jamaican New York. food. New York is maybe Jamaican Florida. I was going to yeah. say, like, Florida Miami. be having Jamaican yeah. food that be busted. Yeah. yeah, Florida, Florida. Okay, Florida and New York, million yeah. percent. That's but LA, skip it. Let's just forget it. What is that? You're charging me $35 for something that I genuinely could have. I know I could make it better, but come on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. chat. Okay, well, that um, transitions us into my <laughs> first question, which is that, um, how has the move to LA been treating you? How's the transition? Ain't got no Jamaican food. <laughs> no Jamaican food. Um, <laughs> it's been, it's definitely been a growing, it's, there have been a lot of growing pains, mm-hmm. um, a lot of humbling situations have happened just in terms of leaving home and having to now make money in ways that you didn't expect to need to make them like Mm. I came out here to model modeling slowed down I started DJing regularly that became my bread and butter I started being an active influencer again and making money off of social media um reselling clothes like just literally hustling and I've always had that in me but I thought I was done having to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But LA has kept me on my toes. Like, it's been a lot of favours, family members letting me stay with them, a lot of, like, moving around. I have, like, at this point, probably 10 suitcases at different family members' houses. Like, I get PR packages every other week, and I'm like, I can sell a lot of my stuff, but I love my clothes and my shoes. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, our things are, are like, yes. pride and joy. Yeah, so... Yes. I'll miss my shoes. Sometimes I just want to go in my wardrobe and see my yeah, shoes. And I'm have like, all your stuff mm, in one place. Whose house is that? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. where is that? But it's been it's been nice, honestly. I have to admit, I wouldn't have, I I wouldn't have been here still if I wasn't enjoying it. So I'm like, okay, it's good for me. I'm growing up. I'm becoming independent again. Um, and yeah, I'm just figuring out how to maneuver this world mm-hmm. as just manner, as an artist, as a creative, and you know, there have been a million times where I'm like, I might have to get a nine to five. And you know mm, what? I'm not yes. going to give in because that genuinely might be the tipping point for me if I take on one more responsibility. Yeah. Mm. So it's been it's been interesting. It's been an interesting move. And the people in L.A., like, I came to L.A. and I started doing things I never thought I would do. Like, I used to be like... Why y'all doing that? <laughs> now I'm out here, I'm like, oof, I know why y'all doing that like now. Like what? Just like... The people I'm interacting with, the people I've been spending time with. Like, I used to be like to my friends, like, why do you even talk to someone so, like... Like, the mixiness. The mixiness. Mm. But I'm realising the mixiness is the escapism. Mm. It's fun. Like, sometimes I don't want to think about all the bills I need to pay and all the shit I Mm. need to do. Like, I want to go out and have fun and just be... I want to be under a little rum and just in the party. And mm. I'm with these people that I'm having fun with, so... I've definitely been able to differentiate my friends from the people that I just have fun with. I think that's and key. That. Critical. Yeah. yeah. You have to have that because the truth is like, I love my friends, but I also need them people that are just there to like, just turn me up. Exactly. So I'm just right. doing AAA in the party. It's interesting. Yeah. Can't get too deep into that scene though because it will... You lose yourself in you it. You get yeah. sucked in. You can get sucked in. And me, I like my bed too much to get sucked into that. Right. Also, when people have my name in their mouth, I'm like, you don't know me. You just Ooh. see me dancing in the party. Oh. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a million people's girlfriend now. I'm like, Shut no, no, no. Up. I'm no one's girlfriend. Dance. 
not even dancing. I hold my friends' hands. Like this, I'm very affectionate. So yeah. I'll be walking in and all my friends are men. Mm-hmm. I have two brothers. Like I don't really get on with many women. So I'll be around all my male friends and then they'll be like, you know, I woke up this morning to like 10 texts. Everyone's pissed. I have a girl. And I'm like, who's your girl? They're like, you apparently. I'm like, well, damn. I'm just here drinking my drink in the corner, smoking my little something. <laughs> apparently I have a man now. And then I have another man tomorrow. Yeah, like people's <laughs> looking and texting. Texting. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise I mean, me. Yes. It doesn't surprise me either. But you know what? I forget what I look like. <laughs> and I forget how I am. Like if I'm there holding hands and like underneath a man, of course someone's going to be like, that's man yeah. is man. Yeah. That's not my man. That's my best friend, bro. Right. Like, be fucking for real come on let's be so serious it's also humorous to me though because i'm like girl i don't watch your man none of them in fact <laughs> can't say the same for them though oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Listen, <laughs> listen i like the transparency to be real listen you're really keeping it a buck because i think people want to move to big cities especially a city like la and think like it's gonna be amazing the glitz, the glamour. But there's the hustle, there's the grind, there's the mixing with people that you gotta the differentiate between like, these are my friends and these are people I go out with. Yeah, There's a big difference. People get caught up thinking that the person you went out with is gonna be your bestie and then Bro, get they don't situation. care about you. That's yeah. right. If you are down bad, they're not coming to get you. They're not saying, are you safe? They're saying, oh, you have to handle that boy. Like... Mm. They're yeah. not even they're even you on red for sure. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Damn. Well, at least you know. Well, I want to learn more about the duo you're in, the Creative Collective oh. House of Seventy Three, with your partner Leah. Mm-hmm. Where is Leah? In London. In London. Okay. Koki was she's like, she's overseas. Right overseas. Overseas. <laughs> she's overseas. Across she's in pond. London. Right. She's holding down the fort out there for a couple months whilst I'm here. Oh, for a couple months. I thought it was like a quick trip. Oh, I know you must be hoping her. it won't be any longer than two more months. I miss her so much. Like, she is my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Oh. For real. Like, she's my sister. I'm my best friend. And, um, I would have never moved out. I would have moved out here on my own. That was the intention. But she also was like, I'm ready to leave London now. We've done what we've had to do here. So we came out here together in 2021. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Um, And then we went back to London. We came back out last year and things just started going crazy during the summer. Like... We decided with all the creative things we do, let's just do it under one house. Like, let's mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm, it's our mm-hmm. house. So we started doing it. The DJing took off first. And last summer was ridiculous. Like, we started learning about a year and a half ago. And in early September, we DJed Ebony Beach Club. And there were 5,000 people there. And we were DJing wow. in bikinis out of the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this even real? Like, so cool. we just had an idea and it became our reality. And I was like, bro, we can really do this. Like, we don't need anyone to help us. Because the people that are now supporting us, we didn't have them in the beginning. They've just seen it and they believe in it. Mm. And we're doing it. Yeah. And it's scary, but it's like, damn, we can really do this. Yeah. And now we're like doing creative direction for campaigns and stuff for different brands. We're planning to start throwing our own all-female event out here. Hey. Which is going to be... We just want women to know like, 
you don't need anyone to tell you you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need to worry about how you come across as long as you're happy and you're not hurting anyone else. We want them to know, like, if you have 50 dreams, you can achieve all of those things. And we want to give them a space where it's like, you know that feeling when you're getting ready to go out and you're with your friends and you have a glass of wine, you're doing your makeup yeah. and you're in the mirror, you're just... That's what we want to bring to a function. Love that. Just that, just for the girls. Eventually we'll let we'll throw something for the men too, but right now it's like we want to do that <laughs> so for, for women. Ladies. Exactly. <laughs> so our, our collective is really just like... A place where people come to us for all the things we do. Mm-hmm. The DJing is what's leading it right now, which I'm very glad and grateful for. But um, yeah, it was literally just two girls on the sofa smoking weed in London. I was heartbroken. Leah's heartbroken. We're just like, bro, like, what are we going to do to get out of this? And I was like, I just booked a campaign and um, I got the money and I was like, Leah, I'm going to book our flights. We're leaving. And we just left. Like, we cut basically everyone off. Shout out to our five friends that we have left in London. Oh, and we left. You had to, like, you had to cut the, um, we the bad cut, ends. We, yeah, we left. Like, it, it was ridiculous. Like it does. With our free suitcases, <laughs> lugging them to Mexico. We had to quarantine there for two weeks. Oh, we got out to oh. LA. I was like, bro, it was actually the middle of COVID still. Like, yeah. wait, we, wait, wait, when you said yeah. 2021, I was like, that was yeah. COVID. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Summer 2021. Where in Mexico? <laughs> we were in Tulum. And then That's from cute. there, we came to came LA. to LA. Two that weeks in Tulum. Yeah, right. If you saw us, like I was like, how the hell do we end up in the places we end up? <laughs> People were like, "When you're coming back, though, right?" And we were like, "Nah, that's not a part of the plan we're right moving. now." I was like, "Guys, we have nothing left there apart from some stuff in our parents' houses." Like, we were like. <laughs> But why'd you choose LA just as a New Yorker? I'm like, you never wanted to come to New York? I lived in New York for a little bit okay. and I loved it. But my agency that was sponsoring my visa was out here. Oh, and I was working yeah. so much more here. And with Leah, stuff. she was like, she's never been to New York. Um, she'd been to LA before and she was like, I know that I can make it work because of the scene out there. She's a visual artist as well. So it was like, it was just a no brainer. We were yeah. like, LA. Yeah. There are definitely times where I'm like, maybe we need to go to New York because LA is cool, but LA is trying to... The imports bring the coolness to LA. Mm-hmm. Like, we bring energy to LA. And I think that's also, like, a selling point for us because it's, like, the cool people are from outside of LA. You People from LA are... The cool ones are well-traveled. They're mm-hmm. well-cultured. So when you, you guys are here mm-hmm. and you come out here... And you get to do what you're doing and we get that flavour. So being that being the only like two female DJs from London that are DJing together, it's like we have a niche. Mm-hmm. So we kind of was like, fuck it, let's capitalise on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's working, but woof, damn, you know, it's, mm, this place be trifling. <laughs> trifling. I love it. I moved, I'm from New York, but I moved to LA a year and a month ago and... I'm happy. She doesn't look bad. I'm happy you're happy. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, like, I'm I'm still here, so I must love it. Yeah. Sometimes. Not all the time, though. Yeah. yeah. And it's a big city. I mean, I think the same with being in New York. Sometimes it's like, I love the city so much, but does the city love me back? That kind of feeling. New York can be so lonely. Yeah. 
Same with LA. I, Same I think with it's LA. about finding your places and your, your people. people. And it's it's really and that's that's what I'm realizing is like home is about people. Yeah. Yes. yes. Not necessarily about a physical space. That I mean, it, it is true. a part of it, but if you have your community and people that you love, you'll be you fine. Could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm realizing that too. Like I have a good set of people here now. Mm-hmm. Like I tell them all the time, like, I'm so thankful for you, and I'll be crying. They're like, man up. This is what friends are for. We're your family. Like, we love you. Right. And you met them here. Yeah. Yeah. Again, they're all from Jersey or they're all from New York or Florida. Like, they're just not from here. I honestly have two friends. give LA people a chance because there's real cool LA The cool LA people I know. So Leah's family live here. So we were living with them for a while when I was like, LA people aren't the problem. Right. It's the imports. Mm, blessing right. and a curse again exactly. everyone's coming here to make it right so you have to it's very weed out the good ones listen yeah. i've exactly. said this many times i don't know why often when i come out here i feel like i'm cursing somebody out because and it's not like people from here but it'll be like just certain interactions because so many people are caught up in like the glitz mm. and the glamour and who are you and who do you what know do you and do? Like, the, who do you how know? many followers the, you what have? do you yeah. do yeah. and like Yes, New York is very can be that way. Mm-hmm. It can get very statusy, but it's different. Like the girls yeah. are on the train. We're on the train. Well, it's no. Yeah. It's more so like if you're I'm cool the peoples, you're cool grind. peoples. If someone's not going to let you into a party, you're just not getting in the party. Keep it pushing. Um, <laughs> I'd love to learn more about your business. <laughs> okay, Doctor Bird. Doctor Bird. You're doing skincare. You have hair care. How did this get started? You have luscious, luscious Thank hair. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. So we want to know the secrets. We want to know, yeah. Just, how they started. Yes. I started Dr. Bird during COVID. So it was at some point in lockdown, 2020, like proper COVID. Everyone had been saying like, what's your skincare secret? And at the time, I think I ran out of my most used products. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make my own. Mm. And then I was like, oh, damn, like you should just really make it and sell it like don't just make it for yourself so i started doing my research ordering a bunch of ingredients mixing in my mom's kitchen like leah and i were bottling skincare products at like 4 Mm a.m covered in lotion and cream just like (laughs) so moisturized (laughs) got to like 5 a.m and we're like okay we've done it and um everyone in my family, all my friends started using it. I was handing out samples to them and everyone was like, no manner, this is crazy. And I put the product out and everyone was like, oh my God, I need more. I need more, I need more. And I was like, okay, wait a damn minute. I'm a one man band here. Like I, I did my research for about a month and I was like, okay, these are the products I like. These are what I like in the products. Mm. I put them together with my hair, I'd been making my own hair growth blend because I think I took braids out one year and my edges were like so thin and I was freaking mm-hmm. out. So I was like, castor oil is great, but I need to be mixing something else in there. So I started messing around with that, came up with this great concoction. And then I was like, that's actually what I started with. It was the hair care stuff because I was just like, I'm sorry, but... Castor oil is great, but that alone is not doing enough. Yeah. I want something to coat my whole head of hair. Mm. And I have, is it high porosity? Child, I, don't, I know. don't know. But my hair basically doesn't hold any uh, moisture. Uh-huh. So when I found my product was holding the moisture and allowing me to do more with my hair and it wasn't getting so dry, I was like, 
I need to sell this because people want this and they're always asking me questions and I'd been using that concoction for a while. Like, I cut my hair and do crazy shit with it and then it grows out so quick, especially because I had this stuff that I was using. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to sell it. And it sold out and people were buying it and it was expensive. And I was like, wait a minute. And then people were reordering. I was like, oh my God, I have return yeah, customers. Wow. Yeah. So it it just blossomed. And then it's been quiet lately because like I say, like I don't have the time and energy to be producing more on my own. But when we release again, I'll be doing it with an actual backing. Thank God. Amazing. So I don't need to be touching it and be mixing products and bottling it at 5 a.m. with Leah. But um, yeah, it was really just like, you know, there's room for skincare products that allow people to not have a 10-minute skincare routine because everyone doesn't have that time and not everyone knows what their skin needs. But this product is great for all skin types whether you're acne prone or you're more mature, like my dad uses it, my mum, both my brothers, some of my friends that suffer with cystic acne and they're like, it's great. Like it's not making me break out. My skin's still moisturised. And even though I still, sorry, still have those issues, it helps my skin to feel more calm. Mm. And um, yeah, that's that's really what it was. Is there a story behind the name? Dr. Bird Co. So the Dr. Bird is the Jamaican national bird. And with the hair care product, the first um, ingredient was castor oil from Jamaica. And I was like, this is where I'm from. This is what I do. And I just love that bird so much. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Dr. Bird Co. Like, we're the Dr. Bird of your skin and hair that's journey. Like, that's what I want it to be. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> You're very, you have like a lot of layers. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> sick of them. I'm like, how many like more have I got onion. to discover? Yeah. My mum says that to me all the time. But I think it's really cool because, like, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 26. You're 26. Okay, so you're pretty young. But, like... Am I? Yes, yes yeah. girl. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. no. oh, please. <laughs> Speak for yourself. How old are you, Chelsea? 25. Bitch. Lying. I'll be real. I can't tell who's... What age from 18 to like 40 at this point? Especially when right. you're black. black. Oh, girl, I was going to say, for some you can. <laughs> I was like, Don't get it twisted. <laughs> girl. Okay. Some people be looking older than they are. Right. I still get <laughs> carded. <laughs> Same. Same. As we always will. Yeah, period. period. But, but I say all that to say is like, you're very self-aware. I mean, I'm, we've been talking for maybe an hour, but you're very self-aware and like, I think that's, interesting especially being a creative and like unpeeling all these like different aspects of yourself and leaning into different creative outlets like it's amazing it is but it's also like at one point I get tired of constantly looking at myself because there is um constructive criticism and then there's scrutinizing yourself Mm. and I think right I've just come out of a scrutinizing period where I'm now like okay you know what man you're actually just a human having an experience on this earth you're not going to be perfect for everybody Mm -hmm. yes being self-aware is great but like I say sometimes escapism sometimes I need to smoke something I need to drink something I need to not think about me I just want to be like it's kind of hard for me to just be an artist and be a creative because have you ever come across a person that's so indulged in their creative process that nothing else matters to the point of like selfishness they don't oh. even take care of themselves because yes. their art is more oh, important yeah, I've dated yeah. them. Yes. that 
is my worst nightmare and I'm so scared to become that person. Mm. It almost diverts me from the art, which is why I like Mm. the analytical part of like social media. Mm. And I, I enjoy making money and figuring out the ways to make it. But it's like, I'll leave my songwriting on the back burner and like... I'll leave the creative parts on the back burner because I'm so scared that once I indulge in that, it's like I won't have room for anything else and I don't want to become one of those people. But I think, like you say, I am very introspective and I've done enough work for that to not happen. Yeah, I think you... Well, I'm just speaking like I know you. Because I feel like I do. I feel Um, so comfortable (laughs) right now. But I think you'd find the balance. I mean, I think nowadays, in order to be an artist, you do have to be able to wear multiple hats, right? While I do... I know exactly what you mean. Like, I have friends that are creating their art that are so deep down in the hole of it, they don't even see that they need to, like, Come market the their shit. That, people, yeah. that they're making a bunch of stuff that yeah. nobody's listening to. And yeah. then they pop, they go ghost for mad months and then pop out and be like, where have you been? You don't fuck with me. You don't care about me. I'm like, you was wherever you was at with your phone turned off. What? <laughs> How do you expect- I'm the problem? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like there's something about the amount of money someone can make and the amount of detachment they can have from themselves and the actual good people around them. And I'm like, I don't care if I never become a millionaire as long as I'm happy and the people around me are happy. Some people are just all about that and it's like, my art is what's going to get me that. And I'm like, is it really even the art that you're focusing on right now or is it the money and sustaining what you have? Mm -hmm. I'm not being funny. No amount of money is worth that because you're not happy. You're not happy there. And my key thing is that I always want to know myself. Women, what we ask ourselves is, how are we feeling? Mm. A man is going to ask himself how he's feeling later. Mm. After he's made the money. And he's by himself. Mm -hmm. It's too late now. You don't have anyone next to you because you literally shut everyone off. And like I said, I'm very masculine. So I'm trying my hardest to not do that because I have moments where I'm like, damn, I'm kind of shutting everyone off right now. And I'm never trying to do that because I'm way too emotional to be alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think the the artistry, the creative space, it's a hard space to be in because so much of that work has to come from introspection and emotion and pain. And it's a slippery slope. You also can't sit in it. Mm -hmm. Reality is like there's a fine line. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd be be looking at myself, child. Oof, maybe a bit too much. (laughs) I'm convinced, though, like, you got to be a little off. Yeah, million percent. The more <laughs> mad you are, the better the art. Yeah. The yes. more mad you are, the better the art. Yeah. I'd be looking at some of my friends like, oh, I don't know who's <laughs> in there. Wait, wait, okay. I don't want to say you know the lyric. You know who I'm referring to. He said, I don't oh. want to say the lyric because they'll know exactly what it is. Remember, we were at my house and we were like, no, no, no. Oh, I know who it is. You know who I'm referring to. Very clear. After this, I want to know. I was We were all like, if we say the lyric, they'll know. Yeah. But it was. I want to know the lyric afterwards. Oh, it's fucking. Can I even remember it? I don't even know the lyric. I know is. who it is. We know. I should remember okay. the lyric because we were laughing about it. No. There was no lyric. It was just sounds. I thought it was just no. sounds and moaning. There was a lyric. Huh? <laughs> no, I've heard enough. There was a lyric. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about it offline because <laughs> this person. That's might, it. Say enough. Might, say enough. That's enough. That's <laughs> enough. enough. Okay. Glenn's house and cut off her locks. Ooh. They might. No, no, <laughs> they might. They really might. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. It was so lovely having you on. Yeah. Please let people know 
where they can find you, where they can find your collective, where they can oh find my goodness. your skincare products so they can subscribe for when the new drop hits the streets. Absolutely subscribe. Please do. You can find me at McLeod Manor. That's M-C-L-E-O-D-M-A-N-N-A on TikTok and Instagram. And my creative collective is House of 73. And you can find us again on TikTok and Instagram. And Dr. Bad Co. You can find that through me. Girl. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> oh, what would you do? All right. So this week's What Would You Do was not mailed. It was not sent via career pigeon. No email, no DM. This is a direct conversation with a family member. Mm, I love the family tea. And <laughs> I won't say who it is because then you'll like if you listen to the show, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But one of my family members went on a trip with a friend. This friend seems to be like cool with her, but I don't think they've ever traveled together. I think they're like acquaintances. Like they'll go to the bar and go on walks and like hang out. And so not like a homie homie but cool enough that they decided to go on this trip together part of this trip was some of like the work that this person is doing so I feel like that contextualizes it she didn't just say like oh I'm really gonna go with this girl to this place like traveling is a part of the work she's doing and so the girl kind of like tagged along are you not following? Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> but keep I'm going. Maybe super I'll confused. catch it in the end. <laughs> All right, Maybe I'll fine. catch it in the end. I don't think this person will ever figure this out. One of my family members does like travel promotion. And so she like tests out different cruises and different experiences. Oh, That's a cool Prior. Mm-hmm. And then like promotes it and gets like a big group of people to go. So she's going on. I was trying not to give this much information, but whatever. I know my auntie's listening. Hey, auntie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so... Um, I was trying to keep it vague. It wasn't working. So she goes on a trip with this friend of hers to experience his cruise and give feedback and whatever. The girl's keeping her company. But it's not like someone she would have chosen to plan a personal experience with. And I feel like I have to make that distinction. Okay. Mm. They are staying in the same cabin. Ooh, close The girl gets her period. Mm. And bleeds on the sheets they're sharing the same bed i believe so okay okay i don't think she did it intentionally and seems to overall have very poor oh no feminine hygiene hmm oh god my family friend fit my sorry my sip shit (laughs) whatever what happens when you're trying to make people friend. anonymous your family friends <laughs> your family, family friend. member calls oh. out the friend being like hey so like we're like how are we gonna address this like we need to talk because you've got some like odor stuff going on and also mm. just like keeping things tidy in here with it's a small you know, cabin on the sheets and we're you know we're in small space da 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 to which the friend was just kind of like, it's not that big of a deal. We're all women. Like, I don't understand Ma'am. what the problem is. <laughs> yeah. So now they're not speaking. <laughs> People are so petty. There's grown women. <laughs> they're not speaking over this gross period. Okay. I don't think, I think if I was sleeping in the bed with one of you all and like you bled through your 
pad or whatever the case is, which that happens. Like, yes, I wouldn't be upset. No, I, I would wouldn't just be, be upset like, Can either. You clean it. <laughs> well, yeah. like just call the people and have them come change the sheets, right? Yeah. But it sounds like it was maybe bigger than that. Like, is there? Is it? Is there? That's what I need to understand because I'm like, yeah. if she just bled through the sheets, I don't think that's no, 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 no. It wasn't just hygiene. bleeding through the sheets. Like, bled through the sheets wasn't very like rapid and getting anything cleaned up was just kind of like oh you know what happens whatever and then just like what you know like you need to throw away your pads and like cons- you know get them make sure that they get taken away because you can't just have like old bloody pads like yeah. sitting in a hot bathroom yeah like, that's shit yeah. like this that is really bad yeah shit like that that the person was not staying on top of and then when my family member was like yo like what's up like just checking in on if you're aware of how you need to handle these things she was kind of like what's the big deal like we all bleed hmm well they're just not gonna hmm. be friends i don't know <laughs> it's so funny because i don't know <laughs> one person could be could be overreacting maybe potentially right. but if there are a if there's a pile of hot pads in a <laughs> bin I have a problem with that too. But that's if they're very... in a hotel, aren't people aren't people cleaning those? Right, right. I that's the thing. I don't really understand. I'm. Is she like, supposed to go get the bag and she, put it in the hallway? Want, right. Does she want her to run to the incinerator every time right. she has to change her right. pad? Maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, but you should strange. be putting your pad like in in a towel tissue. In yeah, yeah. So maybe she wasn't doing that. Maybe she was just putting them in the. Ooh, ooh. Imagine like laying them flat so you can see. Right. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> That's See, this thing. makes this, me think or about... Or there, like, blood on the toilet seat or something? I, yo, she proceeded to send us, like, photos of no. everything in the was it, so, so what It was bad. Was it bad? It wasn't It wasn't good. Oh, damn. Like, what? Like, it was a lot of blood, and it was just a lot of just, like... In the toilet? No, on the bed. But she needed to oh, call and have the people and come she clean just, it. Clean that, yeah. Right, but like there was no sense of urgency. Oh, that's And then, weird, yeah, we weird. had like pads, use tampons. Oh, I feel so like this feels graphic, even though it shouldn't be. Like, I guess this is what happens to women. Just like, yeah, not properly cared for hmm. and disposed of. This just makes me think that there's just people that don't get like don't learn what they're supposed to do you know like remember when you first got your period and it was a whole thing like i never forget my mom told me i was supposed to tuck the pad into when i unwrap a new pad put it in the pad wrapper right and you have the little thing and it tapes it closed Mm -hmm. like some people (laughs) don't learn that learn more about d brian's story breaking the mold Strengthening communities, creating change. Correct. Real stories. See, somebody has to get you together. Some people don't get gotten together. It's actually kind of sad, but I guess your family friend tried to get get it together. I don't know. I would feel so uncomfortable having that type of conversation. I don't know what the fuck I would do. I'd be like, I think it's. I always go with the sis girl. (laughs) She gonna do about these pads? Like in that voice, (laughs) you gotta take it up an octave. Uh, okay, pads. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> not okay, pads. Okay, pads. I don't know. <laughs> okay, bloody sheets. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, 
no, um, I'm laughing so hard. My camera lost focus. Oh, God. Yeah. Whew. Well, damn. Yeah, I, so. I hate I that mean, they're not talking anymore, but well, that's so petty. Who this is is also. I have a feeling who it is. Yeah. Damn, I don't know who it is. <laughs> we'll talk about it on the Patreon. Okay, yeah. well, good luck to her. Thanks, guys, for tell listening. Us if, tell us if you ever had an um, unhygienic friend and how you handled it. Please advise. Yeah, well, won't say anything, but anyways. Um, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we are black girls texting. <laughs> Looking at Shade is like giving me a headache. It's black. I know. It, the the camera know, is stressing me out. Um, we are Black Girls Texting. Follow us on all social media platforms at Black Girls Texting, except on Twitter where we're Black Girls Text One. Um, and get a sweatshirt and join our newsletter since our newsletter is fire. Mm-hmm. You can do that by going to blackgirlstexting.com and subscribing. Um, thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. With some of the best and most capable vehicles in the world, Ford knows strong means more than just physical. Ford is sharing the inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, and creating the world they want to live in. Built Ford Proud highlights Dee Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field for those all around her. Dee Bryant is a professional stunt driver featured in over a hundred films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at age 11. Dee has done stunts in many commercials, but she always finds herself gravitating towards Ford vehicles as her personal ride went off screen. In fact, much of her stunt driving training took place in a Ford Mustang. Dee is one of a few females and even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the entire industry. She constantly battles against sexism, racism, and unfair representation as many productions try to get around hiring female drivers. As part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women Drivers, a stunt driving school where she helps teach other women to stunt drive. She is just one of the many examples that show us that Ford... Drivers span all walks of life, each with an individual story that shows how they're built Ford Proud. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.